Welcome to episode 13 of the Promoterhead Entertainment Podcast. This is your episode for the month of February 2018. Uh, we are here at Sonic Titan Studios doing another episode of this podcast. This time, Gulo is not here with us. Fuck I think em. for the first time ever. It's not my fault this time. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's missed like one other one. Right. Yeah, when I murdered him with whiskey on his birthday. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, no, he wasn't here for the uh, Ocean of Storms one either. Yeah, I think. All right, well, fuck him then. Yeah. I'm uh, Brian from uh, Lich King and Sonic Titan Studios. This is Johnny Mac from Promoterhead slash... Thunderforge slash whatever the fuck. I don't I don't want to think about <laughs> You're it. You're right in seven now. things. It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm Boozer from Promoterhead and Jeopardy. I'm Josh from uh, Vic and I's Bellower in Merrillfields. Oh yeah, I'm in Bellower too. I should probably should have mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys were in a band together. <laughs> Neither of you mentioned it. I fucked up. Yeah, that's all right. Nobody cares about Bellower. Meh. Uh just kidding. Who? Who? <laughs> yeah. So uh we've got a great episode in store for you here. Always do. We've got so many great things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell that Brian is just trying to eat up time? Uh, no. Um, actually, we do have some. Actually, uh, some announcements and and uh, good stuff and lineups and festivals and all that. But so that cool. comes later. That comes later. You got to listen to us talking about absolutely nothing for the next twenty minutes before you get to that. That'd be great. It's the price yeah. you pay. Yeah. Hey, Josh. What's up? What's going on, man? This, this is your first time on, uh, on the Promoterhead podcast, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea what to say a podcast, but... That's all right. Yeah, I figured I'd go with it. Yeah, yeah. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. You know just as much as we do about good, this. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, why are you here? What do you... What, what's... Why, why, <laughs> why, why, why are you here? Why are you here? I, I, I was... I don't know. I was just here. There was a microphone, so I sat down in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we got a uh, an album... For like you know, it's been in the works for what three years now. Uh, I believe started in your basement. Now we, moved here. Yeah, <laughs> this <laughs> album is three times older than this studio. <laughs> Basically, uh, yeah, we we started it back. It was I was looking at the files the other day. The, uh, December twenty fourteen <laughs> is the first date of the creation of the album. Hey, you're the one who said, "Hey, if you got anything, we'll just get started nice and early." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we what we I mean we started tracking guitars right. It was like the first thing Yeah, we, we just kind of laid down what I had just to get it down. And uh, the idea was to get it started nice and early so we wouldn't have to do everything all at once. And we could just kind of, without stress, get it done. Yeah. And, uh, and now we're at that point where it's just, I don't know. We're at a good point. We're just about done. It's, it sounds it's fantastic. It's literally almost done. Like, I am halfway through bouncing out final mixes, except I might go back and change stuff again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that, that's not really 100% your fault either. That's right. <laughs> Shit happens. Yeah, we're, we're really picky, but the song, we've spent a lot of time on it, so I figure at this point, we might as well just get it done. <laughs> yeah. Get it done and get it done the way we're, we're looking to get it done, I guess, and uh, I, I don't know, it sounds fantastic, so we're almost at the point where, yeah, like what, with probably within a week or so. Yeah, I'd say, well, final yeah, mixes. I leave in literally yeah, we're going to have to. So I have to, I'm <laughs> going to finish this before I go. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, if if you listen to it, it, and you you will. Yeah. Um, you, I mean, you would think it's probably a finished product, product, you know, finished master and everything, but it still has a little more to go. It's going to see it sound even better. That's yeah. the idea anyway. So, yeah. Sweet. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's so? What's uh? What are you looking at? What's a uh, like release? You're looking at summer release. Yeah, the idea is summer. Um, once we get this done this week, hopefully we're gonna looking to get it mastered. We have our eyes set on Fashion Fascination Street Studios, in Sweden, uh, by Mister. Uh, I don't even know how to say his first name, Jens Bogren. <laughs> um, he's he has a ridiculous portfolio of bands, you know, including what we'll be reading. Oh, uh, we had Opeth, Daylight Dies, Bloodbath, um, Creator. No, yes, Creator was on there. Uh, Arch Enemy, Catatonio, Soil Work, Monomarth, stuff like that. He's, it's like basically a lot of big that, bands yeah. that sound good. Basically yeah, everything that made me love metal. So, everything in Europe. Yeah, and I love the way all those <laughs> albums sound, so I want my album to sound like that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the idea. Then after that, you know, you know, it goes production and all that stuff. And hopefully by summer we'll have enough money to get everything together and get everything out and play some shows for everybody. Sweet. So, Yeah, you guys have been playing these songs for quite a while. Yeah, you know, the, the, <laughs> the funny thing is I used to fight with some band members and say, like, we're only going to play, like, we're going to be, like, pros about this. We're only going to play, like, one or two songs, you know, and the rest of them we're just going to wait till the album comes out, you know, just like the like the real bands do. <laughs> but the only thing is, we the thing is we have, like, six songs on the album, so it was kind of hard to do. Like, just by playing two or three of them, we already played half the album. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, I mean, it's also, it's six songs and the album's also 75 minutes yeah, long. Yeah, it's, it's stupid long. I don't even... Me and Alex were talking the other day. We were trying to figure out: is this actually going to fit on a vinyl? Like, how? how much, you know. Yeah, like how, how much? I actually don't know the playtime in a vinyl. It, I think it's like twenty-two and a half minutes per the side. Why they like probably call suggested. it an LP? Uh, what is it? It's like twenty-two and a half minutes per side. It's gonna be. It's gonna have to be a double LP for sure. It's gonna be at least a double. <laughs> well, oh, wow, yeah, that's gonna be a problem. But <laughs> I mean, you're gonna have one side of the record that's literally just one song. At yeah, some point. no, that's kind of cool. You're probably going to have a couple of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually don't mind that. That's kind of cool. We just do like five singles, like separate. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> one song yeah, per yeah. side. Yeah. One song or a half a song per side. Yeah, that's not far that. off. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm actually, actually, I'm, we're actually talking about if we're going to be able to fit it on one CD, even because yeah. we're approaching, what is it, 80 minutes now? At this point, or? just write a second album and we'll just, you know, yeah, let's do, do a, a double, two double, double release, you know. That works for me. Delay the release another three years. Yeah, let's go another three years. <laughs> I'm gonna be dead rest. in three years. So yeah, so you won't care. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, uh, what's the title of the album? I, for, I keep I keep forgetting because everything, every single one of your song titles is yeah. something long, and, and it usually begins with an A. Yeah, <clears throat> it's like the name of a ridiculous novel. <laughs> um, it's called a, a somber preclusion of being. And our, our bass player, uh, Tim uh, Grim Gallows Riley, as people may know him, uh, came up with that because he has a ridiculous vocabulary. Sweet. Out of nowhere. It's weird. Sorry, just crunched on a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then is the album title a reference to something or does it relate? What What is the relation to the actual music on the album? It's basically, uh, I guess the, the main theme of the album is more or less... I tend to be obsessed with eternity and infinity and I guess the, the journey in non-existence, that kind of thing. Um, so do not metal necessarily, shit. Yeah, really do metal <laughs> shit. Not necessarily death, but just the, the state of not existing. So you can see how that, how, <laughs> you can basically see how that, uh, that title would relate. 
if you listen to some of the lyrics and stuff, uh, hopefully I'll be able to get them on the, the panels and the CD if it doesn't cost too much. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you'll see, you know, a lot of it's about just thoughts and journeys after you are existing and what may or may not happen or, you know, just being part of eternity, if that's what we experience, stuff like that. Uh, just kind of speculation. I find it very interesting. So, so do metal shit. Yeah, do metal do shit. Metal shit. <laughs> do metal shit. Yeah. That was a lot of longer answer. Why didn't you just say do metal shit? Yeah, I could just say that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just over three years in the making. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Uh, what's, hopefully. what's taking so long? <laughs> you're, 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 know, we got you're some writing, asshole producer who's like <laughs> taking forever. The recording progress is slower than the album itself. <laughs> <laughs> well, our biggest issue, and we screwed ourselves on this, is like, we didn't realize how much time, which also e- equals how expensive, <laughs> and, and that's not a thing on you. It's yeah. just uh, you know, we ha- we have six members, three guitars, a keyboardist, uh, you know, drummer, bass, but the songs are so slow and they're seventeen minutes long. Like, you play, I don't know, it ju- it just takes forever to record. So, uh, <laughs> obviously, that takes time when you're paying by the hour. Um, <laughs> And there's a lot of other things that we noticed that we ran into when you're playing, say, an open chord. You, when we have three guitars stacked on top of each other, yep. you have to play really low, low gain, or else it just sounds like an absolute mess. And I'm, I'm learning that even, I mean, I'm sure you already knew that, <laughs> but I'm learning that as you show me, yep. that you just can't do it. You know, you can't do it like you would play live. You have that stacked on top of each other, stacked on top of the, you know, then you put the keyboards on top of it, everything, and it just becomes such a process. And we have to change a lot of things on the, on the fly because I thought it would work, and then we had to change it because it's just not working. It's too layered. It's too much. Uh, so we had to go back and change a lot of things, do a lot of EQing, a lot of <laughs> EQing of the guitars to get yeah. them to sound right and get everything else to come through. We've gone back and forth on the guitar EQ like six different ways at this point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, like you said, I think we got it. You showed it to me before we got here, and uh, I think it sounds ridiculous. And always sounds so much better on your speakers. I mean, it is studio speakers, so I guess that makes sense. But I mean, I think it sounds pretty, pretty awesome. Yep. All I wanted was those because we play a lot of strings. We have three guitars, two of them are sevens. I play an eight. Our bassist plays a six string. And then if the piano was real, there'd be eighty-eight more. <laughs> technically, well, actually, technically double three, that. Three times. Yeah. Total. Three, yeah. Uh, but you know we like strings. We want if I can get a fourth guitar and have room for it in our jam space, would I would. Why you do that? But, God. What can what can you possibly get from a fourth guitar? We did it one time. We had a practice where we had to play a show and we had two fill-ins and we had to practice <laughs> the same song, so we all practiced together. And we had all four guitars play in one practice, and it sounded amazing. It sounded ridiculous because they were all tight guitars, so like it really wasn't that bad. But there was just no room. Like we have enough trouble playing on a. You playing tr- on a stage. You don't have trouble is. getting six people of your band band together in one place at one time. Yeah, that's true. And never mind trying to fit on a stage on a you know on an underground venue. <laughs> that, that's another thing. <laughs> oh my god, I can't even imagine. Like I, I mean, I've I've played shows with you know four and five piece band with trouble fitting onto the stage. I can't imagine like you you guys trying to cram onto a tiny yeah. stage. We've done things like taking a guitar 
case and put it next to the stage like at 13th floor because it has a little bit of a riser. Yeah. It's almost the same width as a guitar case. You put a guitar case next to it, you put two of the casters of a cab on the, on the guitar case and two of them on the actual on the riser. We've had to do that before <laughs> to have them all fit in there because we're very specific about like, well, it's mostly me. I'm just an idiot when it comes to like, maybe not an idiot, I guess a tone Nazi when it comes to you know, on stage sound, I want the two guitars, the harmonies, the most, the, the most on the outside. Then I want me in the center because I do mostly of the rhythm because I do the vocals. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's annoying, it's, but it's mostly my fault. So, <laughs> why would you do that to yourself? Because uh, I, <laughs> I like doom and I like torturing myself. And this is not the idea, really. Do metal shit. Do metal shit. Do exactly. Metal shit. Once again, <laughs> do metal shit. <laughs> Well, we will. Uh, I think we'll play a new track from from the record at the. I think we decided we're gonna play it at the end of the podcast because uh, it's what twelve minutes long. Yeah, it's one and of my we, shorter songs. And so. if we play it now, it's gonna people are just gonna fall asleep and. <laughs> yeah, we you want could, you to fall asleep at the end. Yeah, I mean, you can go. You can take a nap in the middle of the song, wake back up, and the song's still going. So we're. Uh, We'll play the end of the end of the, end of the podcast. The best thing about that is too, at a at an actual show, <clears throat> I could play a note, hold the note, and pick up my beer, have a drink, put it back down, <laughs> and still be ready for the next note. The be- the unknown so, benefits of doing. Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's an I can't do that benefit. shit in my band. <laughs> it's uh, amazing. I don't even have time to like, like grab. Like, I don't have time to do anything playing Lich King songs. If I no. drop a drumstick, I'm fucked. Like I got to keep like, there's no breaks anywhere. If I drop a drumstick, I I gotta. <clears throat> Somehow keep it going with like one hand while I lean over and grab the other stick. That's why you gotta do the beer helmet. (laughs) Just what have no, no. That's actually not a bad idea at all. You should really try it. (laughs) And we'll get a picture because we look hilarious. (laughs) Is this the part of the podcast where we shame Josh for not going to Magfest? Oh, yeah. Shame. What the fuck, dude? Shame. For like three years, I'm like, yeah, I'm going. I'm, I'm in the group, like the Facebook yep. group for going, and then I back out. And yep. I back out. Every yeah, goddamn I'm year. I'm an asshole. I, yeah. I know. Well, yeah. you're, you're. And every year, I'm jealous. I'm like, goddamn, I should have gone. But this year, I have an excuse. You do have an excuse this year. Yeah, I'm going to 70,000 tons of metal. You lucky bastard. It's going to be awesome. Fuck you. Yeah. We'll get to, the, get to that in a bit yeah. after we. Shame Josh for Magfest. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Magfest ruled. Yeah, yeah. We, we sort of we touched on this a little bit on the last episode, but uh, Music and Gaming Fest down in National Harbor, Maryland. Uh, I've been going for a few years. Brian's been going for a few years, and we dragged Boozer with us. <laughs> and what'd you think? Uh, it, uh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's it's a it's a surreal experience, man. It's like I've I've haven't really been to something like that where nobody is an asshole. Everyone's just kind of awesome at all the t- at all times. So you know everything's going on twenty four hours a day. So you just get hammered and go play arcade games at four in the morning, mm-hmm. or show off your own face on your shirt like Brian did for a while. <laughs> <laughs> did you really wear that shirt? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude. I wore that on the last night of the festival while I was. Out of my mind, <laughs> and I was I was I was walking through the convention center and just doing this, doing the face at random people and staring at them, and like walking in front of them, and so they had to like acknowledge me and they kind of and then they would like kind of look at me and then look at the shirt and burst out laughing. I must have done it to like fifty people and I don't remember any of it. <laughs> and those fifty people, you also did that to at least four times. So. Yeah, probably. It was it was a delight. It was, I was yeah. 
let's not talk about my condition. I'm surprised more people weren't angry at you over that. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Angry at you over the, over having the shirt on? No, just being an asshole. They, they just see your face. They're like, you son of a bitch. You just like jump into conversations. Look at the shirt. Look at my face. Look at my shirt. <laughs> yeah. Face. Yeah. Have a look uh, at this. yeah, I was, God, yeah. All right, so Brian things aside, the music there is also just out of control awesome. It was mm-hmm. the first time I got to see Power Glove. Yep, that band absolutely ruled. Mm-hmm. They, I saw them a few years ago, and they did not sound so hot at MAGFest, and this year they blew away that performance. Well, part of, part, I think part of the... The, the the sounding better was also just I think Magfest had their shit together better. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to do two stages in the main room, and it would kind of they would, it seemed like it kind of split up the duties, and it was like this year they just had one main stage that was like all of the sound gear and all of the lights and all of the focus on that, and it I think production yeah, values were much higher. Definitely sounded a lot better. Yeah. Um, I didn't. There were no sets this year where I was like I wish that sounded better. Like they all were they were good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, Power Glove killed it. Uh who else? What Super else? Soul Brothers killed Super it. Super Soul Brothers was amazing. They always do that though. Although like I I I actually like their set in the in the jam space better cuz or Is I don't it know. jam space packs. Yeah, there's yeah, well Magfest actually runs the jam space. Oh, that's packs. right. It does say yeah. Magfest on the front yeah. of it. Yeah. But Magfest also has their own jam space. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I don't I don't like that room for the that jam room's space. That room's a li- Yeah, I don't need that room's a little bit weird cuz there's like pillars in the way and stuff. But uh I mean the I like the the vibe's cooler there cuz you're closer up. It's like more of like an underground stage and That is true. It was cool. Uh, who, uh, Vic Viper was, uh, probably one of the better bands I saw of the weekend. I don't think I caught them. Oh, dude. Um, yeah, they just play like, you know, straight video game covers, but it's all like super technical, mm-hmm. fast stuff and just really good band, really tight band. Um, I missed the Mountain Chiefs, which, uh, which annoyed me. I like barely caught the, like the end of their set. They played good, but the, that room kind of swallowed their sound, I thought. Yeah. They have, what, was it two bases or two base sixes and I don't know. I feel like either they just didn't turn up enough or there was something weird with the sound for them. Yeah, that's a bummer. I mean, they played fine. Yeah. Chip rave was fun for the half an hour. I caught of it. <laughs> I'm oh. surprised you remember any of it. I, I remember. <laughs> yeah. I, I, re- I barely remember that. Uh, what other highlights were there of the weekend? Uh, Super Guitar Brothers. Super Guitar Brothers. Oh, oh my yeah. God, I yeah. Yeah, they did uh, Ocarina of Time soundtrack. Yeah. All just two dudes, uh, like a classical acoustic mm-hmm. and a normal acoustic, and yeah, all instrumental. Super, yeah, they're, super they're, cool. Their new album is all songs from Ocarina of Time, and they just played straight, straight through, through it. Yep. <clears throat> that was rad. We missed... Oh, God. So I'm bummed that we missed... I was really looking forward to Rainbow Dragon Eyes, but... We, on the way down, we basically drove through a blizzard. Yeah. And we were in the car for what? 12 and a half hours. 12 and a half hours. The drive was supposed to take eight. Yeah. Or if that. I mean, like, it's, you know, seven if you make good time, eight if you stop for stuff. And it took us 12 and a half hours to get from Massachusetts to Maryland. Mm -hmm. So that was an absolute shit show. Yeah. we We basically checked in, dropped our shit off at the room, and then... Ran straight to the concert hall after picking up our badges, pretty much. Yep. So you just missed Rainbow Dragon Eyes? Yeah. yeah. Probably like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. just missed it by like three hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even close. We got there right in time for Master Sword, I think. Yeah. Master Sword. So. Yeah. yeah. They were really good, too. I want to get those guys up here. 
That would be cool. Yeah. I want to get Power Glove out here for a show, too. You know, it seems like they're Massachusetts-based. That would uh, only make too much sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, we, should have a, we should have a video game music night. That? Yeah, we should do that. I don't know why we haven't done that. There's so many, like, do our video own game. Mi- do our own mini MAGFest. Yeah, exactly. There you go. How far are we so It's probably podcast? time for a song. I think it's time for a song. You want to do, let's do a song, then we'll come back, we'll talk about... Well, we got actually two festivals we get out announced. That is true. Before. So, uh... Uh, what song can we play? Who's up first here? This is where I edit this part out while I scroll the mouse up. Okay, cool, yeah. Uh, so we're going to play a tune from Scafism. These guys just put out an album uh, called Unutterable Horrors on January 12th on Horror, Pain, Gore, Death Productions. Uh, their album release show is Friday, January 26th at Ralph's in Worcester, and they are playing the 13th floor on Saturday, February 10th, so we're going to listen to The Feaster from the Stars by Scafism. Just so 
was Scafism with the Feaster from the Stars. You can catch them at the 13th floor on Saturday, February 10th, um, alongside Boar Corpse, Scalpel, and Angor. Yeah, that that lineup is fucking stacked. Stacked lineup. Death, thrashy, grindy goodness. Remember I yeah, caught yeah. Angor last time and their the guitar playing was pretty ridiculous. Yeah. This uh, uh Felipe back? Like what's I know he didn't he move ba- move back to Chile? Or? I mean I believe they were going to be playing one off shows here and there, but I I mean I don't know any of those dudes that well, yeah. so I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, that's last time I heard he was moving and I don't know what yeah, that's why he left uh, what's it called? Blanking on the name. Blanking on the name. Blanking on the name. Let us pray? No, he wasn't in that band. <laughs> no. Blanking on the name, yeah. <laughs> Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. Uh, yeah. yeah, he said he was moving to Chile or something. That's why it was last show there, and they had Joey Conception on there. Gotcha. So. Let's talk Stone to Death Fest. Stone to Death. Because that shit's coming up in May. It a couple has. months from now, but I think we, uh, I believe we've announced the full lineup for the festival now. Mm-hmm. Johnny Mac, you want to take this away? All right. Stone to Death will feature Black Pyramid, Come to Grief, Desolate, uh, Stonecutters from Kentucky, Benthic Realm featuring uh, most of the last lineup of Second Grave, uh, Wasted Theory from Delaware and Maryland, uh, Problem with Dragons, you all know them already, uh, Abaddon, Buzzard Canyon, Sasuwunu, Chained to the Bottom of the Ocean, Keith Catcher and Bog Haunter. Yeah. And that will be at the Stone Church in Brattleboro on May 26th. 26th. May 26th. And if you haven't been up to the church yet, you really should probably go, especially for Stone to Death, because I can't say enough good things about that place. It's a super rad venue with great sound, good beer selection, just a really cool spot. Yeah. And as with all their shows, Stone to Death is all ages, just to be clear. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, so it was, um, it was all ages at Hawks and Reed this past year, too. Correct. Like, I know uh, Jerry from Conclave brought his kids, and I think they were at the Neck Record, too. Yeah, I saw it. So, yeah. If that's the guy I'm thinking of, that, kid, that kid's cool. Well, he's also in Desolate, so they'll probably be there again. Yeah. Stone to Death, May 26th, Stone Church, Brattleboro. Pretty killer right. lineup we got there. Yeah. Speaking of a uh, killer lineup, should we get into that other festival do you that we do? Other? Yeah, well, I guess we could just bang that out right now, too. Why not? All right. Yeah. So we, in addition to having the lineup for Stone to Death, we also have our first lineup announcement for RPM Fest. Oh, and yeah. I'm going to read this one from the bottom because I want to leave the cool bands for later. Yeah. Oh, wait. Hold on. That's This one's... Is that one? Oh, I grabbed the wrong bit. Uh, okay, yep. Oh, we're good. Okay, never mind. Okay. <laughs> that one is getting announced. It's the other one. I put one on. I screwed up earlier today. I have okay. to change the website. <laughs> so, so, but that, but I can read all of the bands that are on that yes, list. Those are the, I pulled that off the flyer that's going out tomorrow, so that all one right. is good. So, first lineup for RPM 2018. We have Epicenter, Age of Embers, Versa, Solium Fatalis, Ice Giant, Hepatagua, Cazador, Goblet, Cortez, Barishi, Royal Thunder, and Tombs. Oh, yeah. I am very, very excited for Royal Thunder. I 
Uh, I know Tom Peake saw them open for the sword and blow the sword off stage, apparently. <laughs> um, I saw them open for Baroness in Providence. They didn't blow Baroness off stage, but they were really fucking good. Yeah, this I'm really stoked for how this lineup is coming together. Like we have I there's I mean we've we've probably booked three quarters of the festival at this point, mm-hmm. half the festival somewhere around there. And there's even more good stuff to come. Oh man. So like we like that thing. Like that thing. Yeah. That, that thing. thing. That thing. <laughs> that thing. That I've been saying we need to do for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I know. I I I'm, I mean, I'm we're, pushing we're, we're not even too. sure if that thing is happening yet. Yeah. So chill I'm, the fuck out. <laughs> I will not. I need I need that thing to happen. If that thing happens, I will lose my goddamn mind. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I'm not I'm not I'm not getting my hopes up. It's, you know, with with things <laughs> things get weird with things. And things are ha- things have other things going on and there's so many things that need to fall into place for the things to happen. If you get my drift. <laughs> I do. Unfortunately, <laughs> but that thing needs to happen. Yeah, we, we can't say, obviously, what the thing is, but it's a thing that we are very excited for. Uh, hopeful for. Hopeful. hopeful. Say. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Brian did touch on this earlier, but we are... Uh, looking for volunteers to help out. Uh, is there a link up for that yet? Yeah, volunteers.rpmfest.org. Mm-hmm. And we are also, as always, seeking uh, sponsors and vendors for the fest because uh, that thing, if it happens, <laughs> is going to cost a fuckload of money. Yeah. And uh, if you know anybody who wants to vend or sponsor RPM, we would love to take their money yep. so that we can pay for the thing. And we have another state. We have an, a third stage to sponsor and a Indeed. shitload of more space for vendors. So. Yeah, we, our new space is way bigger this year, so we've got lots of vendor space available. Uh, we just want to try to get as many people in there and lots of cool stuff. So, so tell your friends who make shit to go to RPMFest.org. Yep. And if it's and yeah, if it's a business that doesn't really have anything to like vend in a festival setting, uh, you know we got advertising space in our program. Uh, yeah, RPM right. announcement. Now Done. what? <laughs> I don't know. We're all just sitting here. I'm having a grand old time. Having a grand old time. We're all. Can I get a beer? Yeah, <laughs> I think Boozer needs a beer. Of course he does. Is anyone gonna have that last one too? Because I'm out too. We're all out of beer. I bought six beers and there's four of us. There's two more in the fridge, actually. So actually, that's eight beers and four people. I test shit in my car too. If anyone needs, so you can't run. You can't offer me a beer. Expecting (laughs) it to only be a beer. Uh, You can't offer me Fireball. Ever again. <laughs> a fireball. A fireball. Till you, till no. It's not a party until you're slugging rum straight out of the bottle at four in the morning. You make me wish I did this more and more. <laughs> I see the pictures, the videos, everything. It just looks. I, I am. 100%. We're making you go next. No, that, I said that three years ago. <laughs> that's fine. You can call my job. Say, hey, Chris, this time off. Yeah. He's, no, he's I'm not calling. Gonna, he's not going to show up he, to work. Yeah, he's quitting. That's okay. Actually, it might be worth it. You did say you're going to seventy thousand tons this year, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I never ever thought that would happen in my entire life. The amount of money it cost. <laughs> I, th- I think there's a couple people in the area. I know uh, Charles is going too. Yeah, yeah. Charles. Uh, think Nick and Ed are going from Ice Giant. Uh, Seven Spires, as it was announced, are going to be playing at yeah, seventy thousand tons. That was some super cool local news that recently yeah. developed. 
I, I love how they when they posted it too, they acted like it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> like you guys must be you guys must be flipping out right now, but you're acting like oh, it's still a big deal. You know, we're just gonna, super rad you know. metal cruise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No big deal. You like no I always deal. say, like the only way I'd ever be able to afford something like that is if my band got picked up to play it. <laughs> how much are tickets for that? It's it, or it varies whatever. like widely because it because depends there's on what kind of yeah because you just you book a room. It's not really a ticket. You okay. just book a room, so it's like you can get quads. It's like uh, psychology. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you can get like a, a single quad, double, whatever. Um, but the cheapest, I think, I we didn't get that because I'm going with my wife, so. We're getting. We have like our own room, like like yeah. balcony room. Oh shit! Oh. And it's only because my cat's an asshole. <laughs> um, what? I, I, I know that sounds weird, but <laughs> she was she was at home like at at noon when they made public sales public. Yep. Um, and she was on the page ready to book the room we wanted, which was cheaper. Um, and then she has a a touchscreen laptop. Yep. So my cat went by and rubbed the laptop. <laughs> And set it back. And by the time uh, she got back to the website, the room we wanted was gone. So uh, we had to get the more expensive one. <laughs> Ooh. But we have a ridiculous room and we're booked and we'll pay for it later on a credit card. But uh, um, but I think usually, like I have a friend going who's going by himself. He just picked up a room, like a quad. And it was, I think, like 15 buck, uh, 1500 bucks. Ooh. Uh, but I mean, for a cruise, yeah, 60, for a cruise. Ba- 60 bands. Yeah, exactly. And a cruise, like that's actually not that bad. Uh, and like food, food but, included, and all. That. Like I know, I've I've did, only. Been I think there's some like packages you can get. We we're kind of unclear on that. We're trying to figure that out yeah, right now because right. I want to get like the drink package. I yeah. She like, read about a drink like package a and someone said there wasn't. And if it is, it's like a few hundred dollars, which I think I'll pay because I'll probably spend more than that. Probably yeah, like, fifteen dollar Heinekens or something. If you're if you're gonna <laughs> pay for that, you're gonna get your money's worth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> otherwise, if you want a nice room, like I think like together we paid them. Fuckload of money. I yeah. don't want to talk about it, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's it's gonna be the trip of our lives. It's gonna be the amazing thing. That's awesome. Never once said I'd ever do it, but we made it happen just randomly, sort of. I've only been on a cruise once in my life. When I was like twelve, it wasn't a metal cruise or anything. It was just a normal like you know carnival or whatever. Mm-hmm. The only thing I remember, I was like you know the only thing I remember was eating like eight meals a day. <laughs> it was like you would eat <laughs> breakfast and then. Breakfast snack, then lunch, then sushi lunch, <laughs> then <laughs> lunch dessert, then dinner, then dinner dessert, then ice cream, then a late night meal, and then another dessert after that. The entire cruise is like the whole point of a cruise is just to eat yeah. as much food. I'm just gonna be huge when I come back. Yeah. I'm gonna have gained like it, thirty pounds. It's like an all you can eat buffet, but if you did that for like three days straight for every meal. <laughs> With ice cream. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, I, I don't know if there's if there's if it's that kind of cruise. I know I've never been on a cruise before either. I've been on like a ferry. I went from like Sweden to Finland one time. I've been like on a thirteen boat hour once. thing. I was, I was on a boat once and they had food and stuff. But <laughs> uh, this one it's gonna be cool though they have like they have a bunch of weird competitions they have like belly flop competitions uh, okay, uh, yeah. all, all, all kinds of fun stuff, stuff like that a bunch of big fat metal heads just slapping the water yeah. it'll be pretty awesome I might convince my friend to do it he, he fits the profile I think maybe so <laughs> hopefully he's not listening <laughs> <laughs> I remember I saw I know, I know Dan Hammer went to one of these years and years ago and there was a picture of him at the cruise where he was in a hot tub like near the stage and Herman Lee from Dragon Force jumped into the hot tub with him with playing his guitar during what? their set. <laughs> and, that's uh, insane. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. 
It, lo- it looks ridiculous. I can't imagine just chilling out in a hot tub, just, listening to some of my favorite bands on a huge stage on a boat in the yeah. middle of beautiful weather. Just a big Hopefully. metal party. Yeah, it's that's basically what it is at the end of the day. Then you stop it. You stop on land for a day or, or like a full day. You can do whatever you want on the beach. Or do, I was looking up some of the things you can do. You can do like a Baha'ing, four by four, whatever. Um, it's like basically four by four tours across the island. Just, you know, just go four wheeling. It's just ridiculous shit. What, it probably costs. What, I, what island does it land on? Turk Islands. Okay. I, th- I believe. I, I don't really know much about the and area. It, does, but take, take, does it <clears throat> leave port out of Miami? Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale, okay. Yeah. So we're going to go down there a day day before and then, uh, yeah, stay. Well, probably going to leave that day because I'll probably be wicked tired after that. I'm probably hungover and want to <laughs> just go sleep. That too. <laughs> it's going to be um, the amount my liver is going to endure. <laughs> uh, yeah, so who else is on that? We got, oh yeah, Meshuggah, Insomnium, Cannibal Corpse, Creator, Corpaclani. 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 Everyone I, knows Corpaclani. I cannot, I cannot. They're such a fun yeah. band, dude. I cannot I, I can't pronounce wait till they play. Rhapsody. Sepultura, Voivod, Exhumed, and a whole bunch more. There's there's like sixty bands, a, right? 60? I think yeah. they still haven't even uh, announced like ten. 10 more. <laughs> there's like ten more, and I'm assuming they're going to be bigger bands. I'm assuming they're probably going to announce the bigger ones at the end. Some of the headliners. Yeah. But. Lich King, Lich King. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I have submitted Lich King to play for this festival every year. And hey, man, we got seven spires not, up there. It's, it's know, not man. completely out of the question. I, it's like, not out of the question. We yeah. got local people doing big things nowadays. It's awesome. Pretty, pretty rad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stoked for those guys. That's super cool. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like I said, they must be freaking out, but they're acting like, yeah, you know, this is just a normal <laughs> show. <laughs> they're, but they're probably like, I don't know. Losing their minds. <laughs> Uh, what do you guys say? We play another tune real quick. I agree. Yeah. Uh, what do we have up next? I believe. Oh, dropping my mic. I believe we have a band called Time Out Timmy. Uh, New Hampshire punk rock band. Uh, they're playing the 13th floor on Friday, February 16th. Uh, alongside Larry Lifeless, They Hate Us, and the Volstead Act. Uh, we're gonna hear a song called Get Into the Pit from their new album, Raw Dog, that came out, uh, last September. It's on Bandcamp and Spotify, and you can pick up the vinyl at their show. Uh, so here's Time Out to Me with Get Into the Pit. Yeah! 
to the pit before I Beach ball is gone, and we're back. <laughs> yeah, we were uh, just talking about this whole thing with uh, Lana Del Rey and uh, ripping off "Creep" by Radiohead. It's like so fucking blatant, too. Yeah, you know the weird thing is, like, I don't. It's it's it sounds super blatant, but at the same time, like, you never know, like, if she. I, I I don't think it was malicious, you know. It wasn't like, "Hey, I'm gonna take no, this no, Radiohead song," but you know, there are there are times when you get something in your head, then you while you're songwriting, and you're like, "Oh man, that sounds really cool," you know. And then you realize, you know, six months later that, yeah. "Oh, that's why I know <laughs> that's that why song." It sounded cool. That's why I, you know, it's a familiar melody that's been in my head, and I just yeah. thought I came up with it. It's already recorded and produced, and now you're fucked. Yeah, so, basically. Like, how did nobody at the label catch that? Some, exactly. I mean, there are, there like, did, is, there's somewhere in the process. <laughs> there's somewhere in the process that somebody has had to have, you know, hurt, listened to that and made that connection. Like, it's not just, you know, I, I get, I get if you get to a certain point in the songwriting process and then, like, you, you know, play that song out or have somebody else listen to it, like, they should catch that, you know? It's not like, that the creep is you know, a, it's not like it's a uh, you know a, a deep cut or anything. It's like that's like a, the Everybody most popular Radiohead song. It's do, like, do you think they would yeah. care though if uh, say a bigger company would actually care? They could say you know what this actually might not be a bad thing. This might sell because people will listen to this and be like, I know this melody and I'm attracted to it automatically and it sounds familiar. So they might like it and it might sell. And yeah, then you'd have to go job. buy a Radiohead CD. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is the bigger issue. Yeah, but it might be just different enough well, where, like, you know. So there's two sides to this. It might not this. even matter at that point. There's two sides to this. I'm sure Radiohead really doesn't care that much. Like, yeah, this shit enough. happens. Like, people write things that sound like other things all the time. However, in the United States, you have to, if you don't actually. So copyright law is weird. There's basically something that states where if you don't attempt to enforce your copyright law, then it's no longer valid. So Radiohead doesn't, you know, if enough people make these connections and Radiohead's just like, yeah, whatever, cool, we don't care, they are kind of allowing anybody else to go, you know, take that same melody or that same lyrics or anything. I, I'm not a fucking expert on this, but basically, you have to enforce your copyright, or it's not. It, is, it doesn't count. Basically, I mean, the, there. From what I understand, there is a degree of selectability with that. Um, I know there's been cases on, like, like it's been brought up because, like, the whole the whole like adpocalypse thing on YouTube. If you've heard anything about that, I basic. No. So basically, a bunch of people were a bunch of advertisers pulled off of YouTube because their ads were being shown on like white supremacist videos and uh, shit. Okay. So yeah. because of that, YouTube set up this new like algorithm that is like demonetizing people's videos, like for reasons that nobody can seem to figure out. And a lot of people are pissed about it. Um, but basically 
one of the things that came from that is that like the if your copyrighted content is being used in like a YouTube let's play, like that's you're technically violating the publisher's copyright there, but most will allow it to happen because yeah. I mean it's not really a substitute for playing the game and it's also promoting the hell out of your game. Exactly. So take the advertising, but they can still enforce their copyrights by picking and choosing who is allowed to uh, stream that game or post videos of them playing that game. Like, if people are dropping, like, N-bombs anywhere, then, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, the publisher of that game can say, nope, you are violating my copyright and damaging my brand. You cannot stream my material. Gotcha. Somewhat related to that, I played a game called Road Redemption. It's like a Road Rash clone. I want to play that the, so bad. It's pretty solid, but at the ve- the very first screen says, we encourage all you Let's Play streamer people to do this. Just turn the music down because it's licensed. Gotcha. So, there's other other ways to go around mm-hmm. that as well. <clears throat> Interesting. I, yeah, I was, like I know when Jules, um, he streams on Twitch sometimes, and if he's playing like Tony Hawk, he has to like turn off the music yeah. and set up his own playlist for it. Otherwise, that gets flagged. Yep. Yep. How how like uh how close is that as far as uh, copyright goes? So does it have to be in the same key? Can it be in a different key but the same progression? Like oh, technically, it's different. But are you, are you so talking like, about the Lana the way? Yeah, stuff? like um, just in general. I mean. th- I think. I don't think th- I don't know. I would assume that it doesn't have to be the exact same key, but it's just I think it just has to be implied. Yeah, it's music's so fucking weird, man. Like it's like it just has to. You know why? Why does why do those immediately sound similar to us? You know what? I think it's a combination of the chord progression and the melody. Um, I mean, it's completely different lyrics and it's a completely different instrumentation. And I think they're actually probably like. I don't know if it's the same. I can't tell without listening to it again, but I can't tell if it's the same key or if it's just barely off. But I mean, does that, in, in a copyright, because technically it's not the same song if it's not in the same key. I, I know it's BS if, if someone says, well, it's not the same because it's not in the same key. But I wonder if that, like, what where the law I think you know, I think legally that. there's like a percentage of similarity or something. Yeah, and they that, weigh all of those sense. factors. I mean, I don't know how you boil that down to a number, but... Yeah, so I can't play Enter Sandman in the key of B and get away with it? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I mean, I don't see why would you... Why you Do it all over again, just because it's in B. Everyone's going to think it's a brand new song. It is a new song. Yeah. It's in B. Yeah. The next Jeopardy record is just Enter Sandman in B. <laughs> <laughs> and like 10 different For keys. half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that's a great don't give us ideas because we'll do that. <laughs> great, get with get this quick, quick scheme there. Oh god, yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's interesting though that the yeah the Lana Del Rey song is definitely it's like literally the exact same chord it's, progression. Yeah. I'm I'm sure what happened was like she started playing around with the chord progression and then kind of hummed out a melody to it and then that just happened to be creep and then by that point you know either she didn't realize it or was too far into the song. You know, that that shit happens. Sometimes subconsciously you're like, hey, this sounds good, and you don't realize why. It's because yeah. it's a song you're familiar there with. There are Lich King songs that have the same riff as another Lich King song that was put out like on two albums before that yeah. because Tom didn't realize, oh, I was I already wrote this riff one time. Here it is again. It's just because <laughs> it sounds cool. Like, it happens. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like, So I think, you know, what, t- what tends to happen in – what tends to happens? Wow. <laughs> what tends to happen in cases like this is 
basically Radiohead will try to claim like a percentage of the the songwriting credits and they'll get royalties based on that. Um there are you know there've been other instances where it's like you know they'll they'll basically award this person 50% of the songwriting royalties or whatever percentage they think is fair, you know. But wow. still, that sucks if you're an original artist. You're like, wow, I'm only getting 50% of my my proceedings because, uh, you know, my proceeds because yeah, 50% actually already belong to another band. Yeah. Well, I mean, that you know, you 50% like of, you know, for music of that stature, you know, it's getting played on the radio and all that shit. Oh, it's probably a huge amount. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure. Yeah. So that was interesting. I don't know. What she... I just don't give a fuck about Radiohead or Lana Del Rey. Yeah, that's like, yeah. it's interesting to talk about, but I don't. Yeah, I don't really give. A, I don't really care yeah. about either artist that much. But yeah, we probably kind of... care more than Radiohead does, honestly. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I think most of the internet cares more than Radiohead does. Yeah. I'm sure they would probably just be like, yeah, we don't really care, but we kind of have to like do something about it because it is so similar. Yeah, who knows? Oh God, I'm leaving in a week. God damn! I know. This Where sucks. are you going, Brian? I'm not going anywhere. I'm 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 dying. Oh, oh you're dying. Dying. <laughs> That's what you mean. <laughs> I'm ending my that's life. A, that's okay. pretty much what's probably going to happen. No, that is kind of what happens. Uh, Lich King, we have a tour coming up. We are playing Southeast Asia, Australia, and New Zealand. This is the first time we've been anywhere in the Southern Hemisphere, which is kind of weird to think about. I've never been on that side of the world yeah that's weird um, now you get to do it yeah finally get to do it uh we are yeah we're we're, we're flying out next week i'm basically gone to the are end you, of february are you touring with hidden intent we are touring with hidden intent yes yeah doing we do we did um so we 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 met those guys in australia we did about two weeks with them or sorry met them in europe i can't <laughs> the, uh yeah met them in europe they they the last European tour we did, they were the support act for about two weeks. Uh, dudes are super rad. We just hit it off real well. Um, so we brought them out to the U.S. and they uh, they were they toured with us for the last U.S. tour we just did. Um, and then they in in return they hooked us up with an Australian, Southeast Asian, and New Zealand tour. That's um, amazing. Yeah, should be super cool. I'm like, I'm excited, but also like dreading every part of this because there's so many fucking flights and like I'm something's going to go wrong. I know what's going to happen where, I mean, we are, we are, we're, we're flying out next Tuesday. We have to fly from, so we, we leave from New York city, fly into Malaysia, play a show, fly out of Malaysia, go to Singapore Fly out of Singapore, play the show, fly out of Singapore, go to Thailand, fly out of Thailand, go to Australia, play a show, and then, or then we play like, what, like two and a half weeks of shows, and then it's like three more flights all around New Zealand and then back home. There's like eight flights in this tour, and I'm just like freaking out because I, I'm, I guarantee something's going to get fucked up or we're going to get boned somehow, like, with like you know, baggage, like we're going to lose our, there's with all these flights, we're going to lose our luggage. We're going to get charged for baggage fees. We're, 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 we're all going to die, man. Yeah. Your tour is fucked, like, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. just stay no, it's, home. It's just like, yeah. you know, touring, touring the U S is really easy. Cause you just jump in a van and you drive and there's no, like, you're not worried about 
different countries or, you know, border checks or there's just, there's so many elements to this tour. Like we've never done something that's probably this intense or this like with this much possibility to, to get fucked up. Mm. Yeah, dude, it must be a real bitch. Like I'd rather just go to work every day. Shut up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, oh, dude. I mean, yeah, I know. I like, I'm super grateful and super, you know, excited to go out and play a bunch of shows and stuff, but I'm also freaking out. This, this itinerary is not easy. Yeah. There's too many cracks to slip through. Yeah, I know. Everything. I know. It's like, we're going to like, I didn't even think about having to, you know, buy all the flights in between the Asia shows until like two weeks ago. It's like, oh yeah, we can't just drive to Thailand. That's not how that works. <laughs> so yeah, thank God um, Chris from Hidden Intent is like basically managing this tour and kind of keeping us on our toes and be like, hey, you guys need to buy those flights because that's how you're going to get there. <laughs> so that's fun. Be prepared. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's cool. Uh, Sounds like a good time. It'll be a good time. Sounds I'll come ridiculous. back. And you know the best part is? It's summer there right now. Damn. Mm, I get to get yeah. out of all this cold shit, all this frozen stuff. And, uh, put when on some you, shorts for When you for come back, it might be a little warmer, hopefully. Yeah, exactly. I'll just get, I'll miss all the <laughs> miss all the shitty shit here. The shitty shit. Unfortunately, I'm going to miss a bunch of cool shows in February. And uh, mm. also probably miss the next podcast. So enjoy that one. Anthony will be back in time, and he will be running the show for that. Well, yeah, he has to play a show for me this Saturday, yeah. or Friday, rather. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's so they uh, better be, be back. back. Yeah, <laughs> there he's out with. Uh, he's playing drum, or is it's it's graviton and graviton, DMP are DMP. touring. So he's doing double duty for that shit too. Oh wow! Yeah, as far as I know, he's still playing drums for DMP. As far as I know, they haven't kicked him out of graviton. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, him and Cam were both filling in for DMP. Ah. Uh, um, yeah, where are they right now? I think they made it all the way down to Florida. I could be wrong. They've been gone since like uh, last week or, or it's like maybe the week before. I don't remember. I don't know. I'll have to find their tour dates. Maybe I'll find their tour dates after this break where we play another song from somebody. Sounds like a plan. Sure. How's that sound? <laughs> what do we got next? Yeah, uh, we're going to... Oh, we're gonna play a tune from Oxen. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, these guys—they uh, played RPM Fest last year. I think they were they on Friday night. Well, we didn't have an RPM Fest last. year. You know what I meant? The last <laughs> RPM Fest. I'm so tired. Kill me. Um, yeah, they so they played RPM Fest 2016. Uh, they put out a full length album called The Vanishing in August 2015. Uh, they're out of Holyoke and they are playing the 13th floor on. Friday, March 2nd, actually just in time for me to get back in here and check that show out.
Alright, so as I mentioned before the break there, DMP and Graviton uh, out on the road right now. Actually, it looks like their last show's tomorrow. Or today. One or the other. I, can't, I don't know what day it is. That's today. That's today? Alright. Mm, awesome. Uh, yeah, so they, they're actually on, so they should be on their way back home now. So that's where Anthony is. That's why he's not here. I'll, he gets to deal with he gets to deal with this next month, or maybe, maybe Gulo will back be back next month. And maybe I'll get extra drunk for that one just as a treat. I like that. <laughs> we yeah, we're, we gotta have like a sloppy drunk podcast one of these times. Still wait. That's the one we're gonna do live, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. As soon as I get internet here, we'll do it's one. We'll stream one idea. live, just and it'll just hammered. be a garbage. <laughs> it will be absolute hot garbage. I cannot wait for that. Gonna just to degenerate to us bickering about Iron Maiden again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I deserve that one, <laughs> dude. The last time, or, the last time we did a, a live Lich King podcast, which was I think the last Christmas. Actually, no, all of the cr- Christmas Lich King podcasts. We didn't do one this year because we're dumb, but all the Christmas Lich King podcasts we do live, and always just turns into some sort of. Mike feeding everyone alcohol, and then it just degenerates into like three separate conversations at once, and it's it's just bad. It's real bad. It's horrible. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, but yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it though. It let's be do fun. this horrible thing on our podcast. Sure <laughs> <go> great. <laughs> this terrible, terrible idea. No, I mean, like, I think, I mean, last time. Well, we had the live chat going too. I think we did it on like on YouTube, so people could like type in stuff in the chat while we're. Oh no, we did it on Facebook Live. That's right. So we could people could type to us while we're. You know, we could ask them questions and be like, "Yeah, we just ask questions about the band." And they're like, it just turns into Mike being like, "All right, somebody if if we if three people say Brian in a row." <laughs> He has to do a shot. And this happens like nine times. It's like, fuck. Fuck you, Mike. Coming up with these absurd rules. Yeah. Oh, God. Should we go through our shows for the month of February? Yeah, we should probably do that so that people know about them. Yeah. Maybe. Because it would be a shame if people did not know about them and didn't go to the shows. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? All right, so starting Saturday, February 10th at the 13th floor, uh, we have Scafism, Borcorpse, Scalpel, and Angor. Uh, Scafism, obviously, we listened to earlier. That shit was brutal. Angor rules, Borcorpse rules. Uh, I can't remember if I've seen Scalpel or not, but a lot of people really like them. Yep, they're awesome, awesome stuff. We've, we played with them up in uh, uh, at the Burlington one time at uh, the place up there. Higher ground. Mm, Nectars. Nectars. Thank you. Nectars. Yep. I've seen them a couple of times. They're, they're awesome. Yeah. Every time I see their name on a bill, I want to come out and see them again. Yeah. Really good guys. Hey, Friday, February 16th, also at the 13th floor, uh, we have Time Out Timmy, who we've also listened to earlier, Larry Lifeless, They Hate Us, and The Volstead Act. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be a punk rock show, but I don't know the bands in the middle there. I think it's mostly punk rock, yeah. Yeah. Punk rock or kind of just like Straight hard rock. rock or, yeah. yeah. Fast stuff. All right. Saturday, February 17th, we have an RPM Fest fundraiser featuring Alter of Ash, Diana, uh, <laughs> is it Matrophagy? 
Metrifigy. Metrifigy and Adamantus at the 13th floor. (laughs) (laughs) We're laughing because I'm an idiot and can't find things online. Is that what we're laughing about? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Me and Boozer just looked at each other and I'm just like, uh, We we also... I think Brian wanted to play something from one of the RPM Fest fundraiser bands. Yeah, I tried to find music from every band on that show and I couldn't do it. And then Boozer just like Googles it. It's like, it's right here. Every band. Very first thing on the Facebook page. Bandcamp. I'm like, God damn, yeah. Except for he couldn't find a pronunciation for that one band. The which one? Who? Matrifigy. Well, oh, I would say yeah. it, but I can't pronounce it. Matrifagy. But I think it's Matrifigy. Matrifigy. Yeah. Matrifigy. Mat- Mat- that makes the most sense. Matrifigy. Hey, band, stop naming your band shit we can't pronounce. Corplacon la la mama. It's Corplacon. Corplacon. Everybody knows Corplacon. That's not a weird thing. A lot of people know I don't that. know what that it is. It was times. Also, bands, stop having logos I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, yeah. That, that's a thing. I know. No, there were, uh, was, it, was it Maryland Death Fest or there was some other festival? You can't read half the bands on Maryland Death Fest. Yeah, I know. The flyer. There was some other festival. Re- it wasn't Maryland Death Fest. There was another one, like I want to say Kentucky or something weird or Vegas. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, I had a flyer with a bunch of death metal logos. There was literally one that looked like a, just a straight line. <laughs> it was just a straight horizontal line, but it had a few yeah. like. If you zoom out on it, like you can yeah. actually see the name. Probably. It looked so, like it just looked like an a, like the you know the heartbeat. The AKG is the AKG <laughs> reading thing. It was a horizontal line with a couple blips on it, and somebody's like, "Dude, how can you not read that? It's like this band." It's like you have to already know the band to actually know the the logo. Yeah. So it just. Uh, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Anyway, sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Friday, February 23rd at the Root Cellar in Greenfield, we have Jen Toby's Alter Ego, Invade the Sun, who are from Long Island, uh, Reverend Dan and the Dirty Catechism, and one more band that I still have to figure out who that is. Yeah. Uh, Friday, March 2nd at the 13th floor, we have Oxen, who you've all heard just recently, uh, Crow Feeder, who I think we're going to listen to shortly. Listen to real quick. Yeah. Uh, Rod Iron Hex, who we've, uh, I don't think we've played them on the podcast yet, but they've played around here a bunch. Did they then, play RPM or am I? They, no. they, I believe they were at an RPM. We, we yeah. played a fundraiser with them at one point, uh, two years ago okay, or so. Yeah. Maybe I'm confusing it with that. That might be it. Awesome band, though. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then uh, Subutai is also playing that show. And uh, last one for this list, we have Saturday, March 3rd at the 13th floor, which will be Without Warning, Writing in the Skies, Tundra Witch from Rhode Island, and Thunderforge. Boo. That show, all of the door money will be going to benefit the South Hadley High School Music Program. Oh, cool. Where our friend Wes Parker from Writing in the Skies and Without Warning works. I did not nice. know that. Mm-hmm. Wait, he's using Without Warning too? Yes. Yeah. Ah, okay. I believe we also have a track from them to listen I to. I believe we too do too. Uh, we just need to yeah. find more things to talk about. Because <laughs> 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 we've got three more tracks to play. Technically, we also have the... Vacant Eyes track. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, what the hell are we going to ramble gonna do? about? Let's play another track now. Quick. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, let's let's check out Crow Feeder, because I've been digging this band forever and trying to get them to get out here, and it's finally happening March 3rd, right? Second. Second. Thank you. Don't listen to me. I'm not looking at the computer screen. I'm just trying to go <laughs> off my memory. Uh, yeah, they're like two-piece, like, sludgy metal. Uh, they're from Lowell, Massachusetts. 
They put out a full length called No Flowers in March twenty uh, March twenty seventeen. Uh, whole album's super rad. Go check it out. It's on Bandcamp. Also on vinyl, as far as I know. Uh, yeah, thirteenth floor on March uh, March second. Check them out. Crow Feeder, Devil's Name. Here it goes. <laughs>
Yeah, so uh, do metal shit. Do metal shit. <laughs> do metal shit. That was heavy. Yeah, we spent yeah. a couple minutes of that song trying to figure out what key it was in and what yeah, tuning how, it was how in. How ridiculously deep it was in. Do you think? Do you think they're? It's six strings down to G. There's no way, right? I bet. I don't know that. that, that I don't know. Bands in that style generally generally sevens. Play, no, generally sixes. Oh, really? I don't know. Yeah. You don't see like that kind of like sludgy, stonery kind of sound. You rarely see them with six. They usually play like SGs or something. Yeah. In six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just me. But yeah, it's like an SG or like a Les Paul. Yeah, SG or Les Paul. And every now and then, then you'll see like a flying V. Yeah. You, you have a Les, do you still have your Les Paul seven? Yeah, yeah. Epiphone Les Paul seven. It's a uncommon guitar. I just don't see how like. If you tune the D two, like I don't, I'm not a guitarist by any means, but if you D tune the strings that much, at that point you're just getting blah blah blah, like yeah, nine notes. You, that's why you buy bigger strings. Right, you just get just like you know, get, you get <laughs> like a baritone guitar, and the scale length will be longer. Yeah, yeah that's true yeah. too. Uh, well, you can still buy. <laughs> you can buy just making boozers sad. <laughs> you can buy uh, thick <laughs> strings. It doesn't really matter your scale length. If your scale length isn't that big, you'll just have really bad intonation. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Six strings, E standard. <laughs> God damn it! So overdone. No, no. not a- overdone strings, enough. A strings down a step at Get least. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> <laughs> right, I say hey. my my low string is an E, a bass octave E. My and guitar. The bass should oh. have at least as many strings as the guitar. No, exactly. see, he's not the right idea. <laughs> uh. You use six string bass. <laughs> no, no, he's right. He's right. No, but uh. I mean, all right, let's King's an E flat. That's, That's close to A standard. Uh, guys are brutally low. Ve- Vector plays an F standard. They <laughs> tune up a half step. <laughs> yeah. And that's why that band fucking rules. Yeah, that 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 I'm okay with. There you, go. you, know, you could be know. like all of Ride the Lightning and play an A441. Ugh, stop. <laughs> I, I feel like that wasn't on purpose. I feel like somebody tuned their guitar wrong and everyone just followed that, that, that guitar. Yeah, yeah, or they just had a tuner that was set wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't realize it was set to 441, yeah. set 440. Like all these people, like what's the new thing where like apparently like A4, A430 is like what well, you should A432. tune to? A432. 432, it's like, yeah, man, it's like the it's like, natural frequency of the earth, man. <laughs> like yeah. it's It makes stuff sound yeah. like it just resonates with your heart better, man. It's like E flat and 5 DMT, man. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to plants, man. Uh, I remember being like 14 years old and trying to play along to Ride the Lightning. And, like it was always and I could not for the life of me get my guitar. Like I always thought my guitar was out of tune. Then I found out that that the whole album was actually not in standard tuning and it drove me nuts. And from there on, I just uh, didn't know how to tune my guitar. Isn't some Parentera stuff also like Parentera? Parentera. I can't tell. I, uh, you keep giving me a microphone. It's a mistake. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me though. I actually don't know what they're tuned to. But Parentera? Parentera? Parent- I mean, Parent- first of all, I've never even heard of the band, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Parentera, it's it's Pantera for if 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 you had. It's what they play kids. in the movie, The Parent Trap. Yeah, Parentera. Pantera with uh, Chad Kroger. <laughs> Parentera, yeah. Parentera, yeah. Truly vile. This is Scott Stapp. Ugh, no. Parentera. <laughs> Guest spot by Eddie Vedder. Uh, with strings wide open. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's enough of that. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> buddy. Oh man, I'm I'm dead. 
I spent. I was here till four in the morning last night. It's not my fault. It's not your fault. No, it's your album's fault. That's hundred percent my fault. Well, it's not my. It's not your album's fault. I just. I'm on this awful schedule of falling asleep at four thirty in the morning and waking up at noon and getting out the door at like one or one thirty. It's not that bad of a schedule. It's not, no, it's not that bad until I, <laughs> I do it the next day and I'm I'm in the studio till four in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Or yesterday I did it was in the studio and then I went to do sound at the thirteenth floor and then I came back to the studio after that and left. I looked. I wasn't even planning on staying here that late. I was just gonna like bounce out a couple tracks and then go home. And then I look at the clock; it's four, and I'm just like, ugh. You I'm just done. get in the zone and just keep going. Yeah, pretty much. It's kind of what happens. Yeah, I don't blame you. I appreciate the uh, the time spent. Yeah, I, I, me too. Me too. We're gonna finish this goddamn album. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't envy you, Brian. I hate mixing. Yeah, dude, your album sounded pretty damn good. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. it was okay. It was, uh, it was mediocre. It wasn't total shit. <laughs> considering, <laughs> no, it actually, I actually really considering really I had it. absolutely no idea what the hell I was doing. See, that's what confuses me because you <laughs> you had no idea what you were doing, but you still managed to make it sound good. Where there there are plenty of people who don't know where they who still know what they're doing who can't make Alan sound good. Drives me nuts. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a lot a lot of beer and a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. accurate. Yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. That was the first time I ever used Logic. Use uh, Logic, Logic Ten. Yeah, that's what I do all my work in. Yeah, it's amazing. That's what we're recording this in right now. Tried, tried Reaper, didn't cut it for me. Yeah, Reaper's nice. I mean, like a lot of people sing the praises of Reaper, but I don't. Th- it's not really user friendly enough, and it doesn't really have like Logic comes with it all like these all built in plugins, and I mean Reaper does too. But oh, the Reaper plugins are awful. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. I don't like them. They're, Reaper's um, only good if you're just going to record tracks, and, and that's it. Like dry tracks, if yeah. you don't want to do anything else, or if you have plugins already, like, or if you know what you're doing, you've already got plugins and stuff. Like, I wouldn't go into Reaper with like the the built in plugins and try to mix or do anything. I'm really. sure you can kill it with Reaper, but my, myself, I've done I, mixing I projects. <laughs> there, but actually, Fluff really is a big fan of the. Reaper plugins, fluff. Yeah, on YouTube. I don't don't know. He do you know the band Rest Repose? Yeah, he is. The what? Uh, He's in a band called Rest Repose. Sound familiar? No. No. Yeah, no. He. You're making both of those things up. (laughs) (laughs) You're just. You're like. Like your process was like. What? What sandwich did I have? Peanut butter fluff. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) That's the guy's name. No, his real name is Ryan Bruce, but he's. He's got a YouTube channel all about recording and stuff, and he he's actually a really big fan. Like, I have no mixing experience at all, but um, his one piece of advice for, like, first-time producers is uh, just get Reaper and do it entirely with the stock plugins and Ooh. make it sound as good as you can. That's, you know, that's not bad. That's honestly not bad advice. Like, if... Yeah. If you can make that sound good, don't you can rely make don't rely on your plugins to make things sound good. Mm-hmm. Like if you can make something good sound good with the Reaper stock plugins, you can make something sound good with other things. I having said that, I still don't like the Reaper stock plugins. Like Mm-mm. I want stuff that's a little got a little more character to it. Yeah, I, I've I've used Reaper for mixing projects, and actually, I really like the workflow in it. I don't like the tracking workflow so much. Logic's got a really lots of really nice stuff that's it's it's made more for production rather than being just kind of a tape machine. Mm-hmm. And so you can do a lot of stuff with like drum editing and quantizing and sequencing and yeah. 
The upside to Reaper is that it's completely free if you don't want to pay for it, though. <laughs> That's, well, I mean, everything's free if you don't want to pay <laughs> well, for yeah, it. Well, yeah, but you can do this, like, you can download the trial yes. version for 30 days and Correct. then just keep using it after the 30 yeah, days. Yeah, so you don't saying, even... Reaper is not free, then you go, okay, okay, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, you click okay a hundred times and eventually it's like, all right, fine. Yeah. And it just lets you use it. Yeah, no, I I, I, I like that aspect to it. Like, it's, the, the shareware thing's really cool. It's, it's good to get your hands on it for 30 days and then you know, longer if you need it. Um, I did have a Reaper license for a little while because that was actually what we used for doing all the rock band stuff I did. Mm-hmm. Um, Reaper also has a really nice MIDI editor, which is super fun to work in. Um, Logic is kind of a pain in the ass. Like, there's all these like tools you got to scroll through and shit. But everything in Reaper, you can like kind of like click and drag, and it's like it, you can do everything all at once. It's also super customizable. Like, you can set macros and keystrokes and all the shit. Mm-hmm. You know, every DAW's got a little bit of that, but Reaper is like it's built in, and you can set a keystroke that's like the you know you hit one button and it's like all right, scroll to the next thing, paste this sample, and then move to the next thing, like. So you can just go through an entire song, just hit, hit one button, and it basically automates something that would normally take you five times as long to do. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm going to be using it for bass tracking for uh, the Thunderforge album, and Sweet. I, I don't know what we're how we're going to be doing the Bellower stuff, but I might do it for that too. And we got, I don't know. I have no idea what I'm doing in it really yet, but all I have to do is just plug in and record, and then send it off to people. So yep. So most Speaking of the fun which, is not knowing what you're doing. <laughs> that is true. And just it's figuring it out halfway through. Looking back on it now, the Jeopardy record that was actually made using a combination of Adobe Audition, Ooh. Pro Tools 7, uh, Audacity, and what did you do in Audacity? Re- Reaper. <laughs> you don't you? want to shut up. <laughs> what did you do in Audacity? <laughs> and then finally Logic. I'm not telling you what I did in Audacity. It was a shit Please don't show. tell me you recorded the drums in Audacity. Fuck off. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Audacity, I know Audacity, you can do multi-track stuff. No, that, that was, uh, we did Audition for the drums. That was the only thing we used Audition right. for because that was in our old studio. I know people that dig set up And uh, Audition, Adobe software in general is horrible and you should all uninstall it if you have it installed. Because Adobe software sucks. It had constant memory leaks, so we had to like do tracks over again for no reason. Nice. Yeah, just bad, bad, bad software. Everything they make is bad. I hate everything I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like thinking about like recording and mixing. I'm just like, it's uh. Is it on the, on the subject of DAWs? Isn't Anthony a Pro Tools guy? He is a Pro Tools guy. Yes. Yeah, our bass player is a Pro Tools guy too. I, I've done Pro Tools projects, and I've done, like, I, when I was interning, it was all Pro Tools all the time. I, you know, I, I went back to Logic as soon as I could. I just, you know, all, all you can do the same thing in any DAW, yeah. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just what sort of workflow you prefer and, you know, what, what tools you want to use and uh, what you get for, like, stock plugins with it. Um, and that's kind of why I use Logic because you know it's uh, it's you know like one eighth of the cost of Pro Tools. Well, if you want the H- if you want like the HD version where you can actually do more than like thirty two tracks or whatever. How uh, much is it? Like twelve hundred bucks. I mean, like the the HD version is like eighteen hundred dollars. <laughs> Logic costs two hundred bucks. Yeah. And so I mean, like even like the mid level Pro Tools, which the non HD Pro Tools, I think that's still like six hundred bucks or somewhere around there. And, like, you know, me and Anthony were going back and forth the other day, like, trying to, because we just updated our, some of our hardware, um, and it turns out that we can, like, 
double the number of tracks we used to do through Thunderbolt. Except Pro Tools can only do 32 instead of the 64 that I can do. Wah, wah. For a $200 program outperforming an $800 program. Yeah. That's right, Anthony. Listen to this. Stop using Pro Tools. Uh, everything I hear about Pro Tools just makes me want to not touch it ever. It's actually, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of good things I like about it. You know, it's. Mm. I think there's. It's there's, like I just like I know one guy who's a fan of it, and you. The the problem though is that if like something goes wrong and you have to like contact their customer service, you have to like pay money to get a customer service oof, ticket. Ugh. And yeah, then, like half the time they can't even fix the problem for Pro, you. Pro Tools is like kind of regarded as the quote unquote industry standard a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And when something becomes that big and popular, everyone's going to have a complaint about it. Mm-hmm. Correct. No matter how wonderful and or terrible it is, there's going to be always someone saying something in the other vein. Yeah. My, yeah. My, I mean, yeah. Except for Audacity. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Audacity you don't pay for, but I mean, you could just not pay for Reaper and actually get a functioning DAW. Yeah, why would you use Audacity if Reaper exists? (laughs) Don't. I want to know. Don't start. I need to know. You have to tell us. I don't have to tell you shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I'm going to leave that with a mystery for you. I used Audacity on the Jeopardy record, and you'll never know on what. Yeah. Are we gonna have to guess what it was? Um, Brian, Brian is this might, another one of those games? Know what. <laughs> get it, get is, is it right. One those, another, another one of those games with the whole plant flower thing. <laughs> yeah, we had a game. We game on the way down to Magfest. It took us about an hour to guess the name of Boozer's first band. Or it wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. Uh, I'm trying to. Remember, I'm not gonna say it, but I don't remember exactly what it was. Anyway. Good. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, do I want to be a dick? Go for it. I don't care. <laughs> well, they were called the Orchid Arrangement, the I believe. Orchid Arrangement. Yeah. <laughs> we were so good. <laughs> we had one and a half songs, I think, by the time we were done. Yeah, played played some shows with Brian and Hydraulic Sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good God. And all the verb the noun bands. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, the thing that annoys me most about Pro Tools, though, is that it's fucking, it's $800 for, like, the the prosumer level. Yeah. And then if you want the actual HD, you know, 1800 that's a ridiculous amount of money for a piece of software. I mean, I get that a lot of, you know, a lot, you know, it's like the industry standard and there's a lot of pro studios using it and they're going to try to, you know, milk them for all they're worth. But at the same time, uh, 200 bucks. Logic does all the same stuff and more sometimes. Not industry standard. Easy to use in my book. I don't know. Whatever. Comes with a bunch of stock plugins that I actually use on projects. Yeah. So I dig it. Whatever. Use whatever DAW you're comfortable with. Who cares? They all do the same thing eventually. Yep. You put music in, you get music out. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Unless you use Adobe, <laughs> in which case it just has a memory leak and crashes and you lose everything. So Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got more tunes to play. Let's do that. We do. We're going to play one last tune here. Uh, apparently, Wes Parker is also in this band. I didn't know that. Uh, get my microphone going. Uh, we're going to play a tune from Without Warning. They are playing the 13th floor. What date was that? I missed it. 
March March third, I believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Without warning, writing in the skies, Tundra Witch and Thunder Forge at the thirteenth floor. Um, they put out an EP uh, called Burning Skies back in August twenty sixteen. You can grab it on Bandcamp, Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. Uh, here's without warning, last cry.
that was without warning, or as I described them, slower Thunderforge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty pretty rad tune. That was the, the probably the longest sustained note of a solo ever. <laughs> it was just it just kept going. Just <laughs> oh hey, we've been. This is probably our longest podcast ever, and we were thinking we didn't have anything to talk about. Yeah, we talked about a lot of shit. <laughs> Although well, I feel like we said the same stuff over and over again a lot too. Yeah, that yeah, that happens. Oh well. Deal with it. Who cares? You still listen to it. You still enjoy it. If anybody's even paying attention. I actually have download stats now. Oh. Some a little bit. It's 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 cool. It's not amazing. Mm. But people people do listen to it. I downloaded it once. I might be one of them. Jeopardy got spotted by Dead Rhetoric because of it. Matt Coe from Dead Rhetoric listens to us. Oh, that's good. Shout mm-hmm. out. Hey, Matt. To Matt. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Matt's a good dude. Nice. He's hey. been a big fan of Thunderforge for a very long time. The only fan of Thunderforge. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, no, oh, there's like 1,700 <laughs> people on Facebook that like us. So yeah. Fuck you. Talk to me when you hit 80K. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, man. Oh, oh. This guy. Oh, I felt bad even saying uh, <laughs> Ugh. I felt I feel dirty. Uh, in case you weren't aware, Facebook numbers don't mean they shit. They don't mean anything. Good God! Yeah, there are. Oh yeah, I, there are bands that are way more well known than Lich King is, and they have like twenty thousand Facebook fans. I'm like, well, I don't know how this. I don't know how this works. Anyway. Uh, Facebook likes like our page on Facebook for Promoterhead events and news and stuff. Yeah, yes. actually, Promoterhead yeah. just hit five uh, k. Oh uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we're over 5k. Yay, Promoterhead! Good job, us. Listen to more tunes. Listen to us talk. Go to shows. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just wrote the the intro song for the podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Go to shows. <laughs> I'm gonna when as soon as we're done here, I'm gonna write a song and put that over top of it, and that's gonna be the intro. <laughs> Oh god. So yeah, I think we've pretty much reached the end of a of the podcast here. Uh I wanna thank everybody for listening or not listening. Uh I wanna thank everybody for being here. Let's thank Josh Moran Woo! from Vaganize for coming out, yeah. hanging out tonight. Um we're gonna hear a new Vaganize tune. Mm-hmm. World debut world debut that's not a word. World debut World debut World oh. Debut. Unless you've been to a show, we've played it before. Yeah, but, the, yeah. the world recorded You debut. might not remember it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so before we do that, though, let's, uh, what's, what's our, what do we got? We got, uh, who, who has not promoter head stuff coming up? Anybody. You got any vacant eye shows coming up? Uh, in April, we have that, uh. Come back next month. It doesn't count. Yeah. It's in <laughs> April. It's actually the same as like all the Bellower stuff that same weekend. I oh, have, yeah. I have like, I have like oh, a yeah, three-show three um, three weekend. Yeah, Bellower's a couple of shows the weekend of uh, 420, Blaze It. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. the Thursday, it's the... They're doing like that Stoner and Doom yeah, Festival like down and Doom Fest. oh, yeah. in Connecticut. Cool. And Vaganize is playing like the pre-show or something. Yeah, we're playing that Thursday. And then I'm driving out to Albany for the Bellower show the next day. Mm-hmm. And then we're driving back here, or Florence, for uh, another Bellower show. show. With another, another uh, we're following Wandering Oak. Uh, those two shows. Cool. They just did an acoustic show at 13th Floor. Acoustic? Uh, yeah. It was kind of really? cool. Mm. 
Yeah, God damn, I missed it. that. I'm mad I missed that. Yeah, I would fun. love to see that. Yeah, it was one of uh, Kelsey's Blackbridge Entertainment shows. Oh, really? Or Blackbridge oh, Presents. Was it under Wandering Oak? Yeah, it was, wonder- it was like Wandering Oak acoustic set, parentheses. Oh, God damn, I could pay more attention. That's cool. <laughs> uh, Booze, you got anything? Nah. Um, still working out some details with the church in Brattleboro to get some more shows in there. I, I do have something again in April coming up. Uh, we also are doing something that I'm not sure has been announced yet in March, but it's for a good cause, cool thing that we're doing. But once I get more news about that, it'll probably be next podcast. I'll be able to talk about that. Sweet. And I already mentioned Lich King, Australia. That's mm-hmm. all we're doing. Although, actually, I believe uh, we actually did announce a show in June. I know it's a ways off, but uh, Lich King, Condition Critical, and Grave Night at 13th Floor. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that show's going to suck. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be horrible. <laughs> um, yeah, Lich King and uh, uh, Condition Critical, we're doing, um, uh, I think it's four days we're just we're basically going out to chicago and back uh so that's gonna be like the little kickoff run of that because they're also uh coming to europe with us for i don't think the whole tour in july but uh at least like a small portion of that so that's like a little little warm-up run there mm. condition critical or grape night uh condition critical is uh, that's okay yeah. Uh, people yeah. gotta die at that show at the 30th floor oh, yeah ridiculous. i know we haven't played 13 we haven't played 13th in a long time I mean, the last yeah, two times seriously. we played, last two times we played locally, we did uh, Hawks and Reed, and then we did the Elm. So this is uh, yeah, that's right. I we mean, haven't played Thirteen Floor in like probably three years at this point. It's probably the, the, the show I play with you at the end of the Ex Mortis tour. It's probably the last time we played there. Quite actually. possibly, yeah, <laughs> actually. So that'll be fun. We'll uh, make sure everybody dies that night. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Um, other than that, anything else cool coming up? Uh, Thunder Forge is playing at Cherry Street for uh, Virus of Ideals. They're doing a fundraiser show for their new album. Uh, Dialith and Chasm are playing that show. Uh, I've only heard of Dialith, so that'll be interesting, but uh, looks like it's going to be a good time. <clears throat> and then uh, Maniacal Violator, actually. Oh, well, we're playing this coming Thursday at Cherry Street, which was a show that we announced on the last episode. Uh, we have another one coming up at Cherry Street at the end of February, too. I can't remember the lineup, but... Uh, I mean, that's over a month to go. I'll probably bring that up the next time we're in here. Right on. Yeah. All right. That's it. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> End it there. End it there. Cut. No. Uh, yeah, so thanks for listening. Uh if you haven't yet, subscribe on uh, iTunes or uh, uh, Android or whatever the hell you listen to podcasts on. Go to uh, podcast.promoterhead666.com. Catch up with all our past episodes. Subscribe to future ones. Go to uh, facebook.com slash promoterhead666. Check out all our upcoming shows. Follow uh, Stone to Death Fest and RPM Fest. we got more announcements coming for RPM Fest uh, in the coming months. If you're a band that wants to play one of our shows, go to booking.promoterhead666.com. That is correct. Uh, booking.rpmfest.org will also work, I believe. Yep. Either or. Yeah, and then just fill out that form and we'll hit you up. Yeah. Or if you want to come on the podcast and hang out, just to show up and sit down. We'll put a microphone in front of you. The Promoterhead mm-hmm. Podcast, recorded at world-renowned Sonic Titan Studios, <laughs> Shelburne Falls, Massachusetts. Yeah. SonicTitanStudios.com. Come record an album here. It'll sound like this.
Segway master at it again. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been a good segue, but I'm actually going to intro the song. This is a new vaganized track. Josh, what can you tell us about this one? It's called An Essence of Anguish. It's one of the other ones that starts with either A or N. It also starts with the note A. You're just, you're just, all you're doing is just <laughs> writing. <laughs> not, not until I had everything written, I didn't realize that every song except for one on this album starts with an A, and now I feel like an asshole. <laughs> but, um, no, this is, uh, I, I do a lot of writing for the band. Actually, I do 90% of the writing. I kind of started the thing myself. But uh, the intro of this is uh, written by my, my guitarist, Alex, so he's real proud of it. He's real proud to be part of the writing process. Yeah. Um, then the rest of it, you'll probably hear the rest of my style, the, the vacant eyes sound, I'm sure. And, uh, but this is kind of one of our slower ones. I mean, not, not slower. <laughs> not slower. <laughs> All of them are your One of our shorter ones. ones at, like, what, 12 minutes? Yeah, yeah, 12 minutes. Uh, so that's why we chose it for this <laughs> podcast, because, uh, you know. We don't want to take up half of the podcast with one song, but yeah. Hopefully, you guys. Uh, hope you guys like it. We're gonna have the full length out soon enough. Yeah, a few months. But this is a good uh, glimpse of it. Awesome. All right, we're gonna play you out with uh, an essence of anguish by Vacant Eyes. More of that doom metal shit. Doom, doom metal, metal shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. See you next episode. See ya.